wins the night and likely the election. You're a nasty woman. <laughs> the border is open. Come on in. The water's fine. Enjoy yourself. And the Swiss say, no way, Jose, to digital currency. Yes, go Swiss people. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. The week is almost done. Just another couple of days to get through. And then we will be finished with this. Wow. What a week between the border, CNN last night. It's just been the whole Biden thing with all the uh, all the millions poured into the family. This has been the week that it was when it comes to news stuff. I try and cover for the most part, not the main stuff that everybody else is talking about. We will a little bit, like we will tonight. But for the most part, I figure you've already seen all that stuff. So we'll try and dig in a little deeper and find the stuff that maybe you haven't seen. Right now, though, we'll start off the way we always start off our show, and that's with an update on our favorite little furry friend, Miko and the Miko update. That's her in one of her favorite poses. We show <laughs> these sex-related sh- uh, porn shots from Miko are getting a little out of hand, don't you think, Mister Producer? But yeah, there you go. Another one from today. Uh, that's our little fur rug outside of our studio here, and uh, she loves hanging out there. I guess it's probably just a nice place between the aircon coming out of the bedroom and the wind coming up from downstairs. It's a good spot. She seems to be able to find the coolest spots in the house when it comes to this stuff. So, yeah, that's her. She's doing great. Had a good walk, ate a big meal, and uh, had a lot of fun today. She got one of her favorite treats after she ate her dinner tonight. It's a pig ear. I know, you vegetarians probably cringing and throwing up in your soup, but... Uh, would that be a clear broth soup, I think? Uh, anyway, it's one of her favorite treats. She will do literally anything for a pig ear, and she had one tonight. She just finished it, in fact, uh, as I was coming upstairs to, to uh, start the show. So, mm, she had a good night. Our Miko update is brought to you by the amazing folks at BarkBox.com. BarkBox is a monthly subscription service you get for your dog, And every month, you will get a box full of two toys, two bags of all-natural treats, and an all-natural dog chew. And if you use our link, it's in the show notes, but it's easy to remember, BarkBox.com slash Miko, M-I-K-O, you'll get a free month, $35 offer. How about that? Every month, it comes to your door. You subscribe monthly for a little dog joy. Your first box ships right away, and your month-long dog party begins. Spoil your pup with a bark box of their very own. And you see that 100% happy guarantee? If you are ever unsatisfied with anything, they guarantee your dog will love it or they will make it right. And their customer service folks are amazing. Check it out, BarkBox.com slash Miko. And now if you look in the show notes... It says, or, and there's another link for BarkBox, because I got you another deal. They have these cool water toys. There's like a, a, a water fountain pad, a, a, a sprinkler that looks like a fire hydrant, uh, a couple of floaties, 
and you can pick that. They're free if you sign up for a multi-month subscription at BarkBox.com. Check it out. And don't forget our special link, which is BarkBox.com slash Miko. All right. No doubt at all that you have seen all the headlines. You've read all the news stories. You know all about what went on last night on CNN. And there it is. Trump defends record on building the border wall, among other things. He nailed these people and Caitlin Collins to the wall. He had a great, amazing night sparring with CNN moderator Caitlin Collins, who really was a nasty woman, over the facts related to just how much the U.S.-Mexico border wall was built while he was in charge. According to Customs and Border Protection figures, the Trump admin built 458 miles of new primary and secondary border walls uh, as of January 2021. That included replacing dilapidated and outdated sections and locations where no barriers previously existed. In San Diego, El Centro, Yuma, Tucson, El Paso, Del Rio, Rio Grande Valley sectors, according to a CBP document, which was shared by Trump following the town hall. This moron, Ms. Collins, throughout the night had been interjecting with Trump, uh, with uh, contradictions to President Trump's remarks, kept insisting his admin only built around 52 miles of border wall. Obviously, she was incredibly wrong. He just nailed them to the wall. They did everything they could. You could just see the CNN producers in the control room going, oh, we got him now. We're going to get him. And then he just spins it around and skewers it right back at them. That's not the first time, by the way, that Ms. Caitlin and Mr. Donald Trump have gone head to head. Take a look at this, this is from when he was president at a press con. Because the governors need us one way or the other, because ultimately it comes with the federal government. And there that she being is. That said, we're getting along very well with the governors, and I feel very certain that uh, there won't be a problem. Has yeah, please, governor, go ahead. Has any governor agreed that you have the authority to decide when their state I haven't asked anybody. Because no I don't, you know why? Because I don't have to. Go ahead, please. But who told you the president has the total authority? Enough. Please. <laughs> That was when he was president at a press con with Caitlin Collins. Oh, man, the man just does not give up. He cannot lose. His poll numbers are through the roof. He absolutely owned CNN, kicked their ass, took names, and they are, you know, they probably had more viewers than they've had in, in forever. For the first time in, in years, it's likely their viewership wasn't all located at airports where they have no choice but to sit in the chairs and watch CNN. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how it went last night. It, uh, <laughs> it couldn't have gone better for uh, President Trump. Amazing. And you know what the best part is? Is to hear the left whine about it. So many lefties going crazy. Oh, cry more, morons. Look, 
Maybe this will help you understand. Bear with me. Listen, now, I'm going to break down something that this town hall made absolutely crystal clear if you watched it with an open mind. The left does not understand that we actually admire Trump for all the same reasons they hate him. In fact, interactions like we witnessed only strengthen our bond with this guy. When they deploy a fake news ball breaker to get under his skin to try and create a gotcha moment, the folks clearly see the obvious effort to take a cheap shot and trap him. And for the record, this is why we regularly applaud Trump's unique ability to deal with these kind of things. He turns the tables on them all the time. He's been doing that forever. Just consider the collective pearl clutching from the fake news media that ensued after the aftermath of this town hall. It only illustrated that the least among us, and yes, I pre-wrote this so I could get it right, could not find enough ways to be outraged, which only makes us respect him more. What's amazing is how they never seem to catch on that they are actually a vital part of this whole MAGA love fest movement. It always follows another one of their failed attempts to land a punch. In the end, after all the dust settles, basically every single person in that town hall event will end up happily voting for Trump as they should. Advantage Trump. Exactly right. Exactly right. All right, got another one for you. This is from the, uh, what is this? Oh, the Bongino Report. Dan Bongino and his amazing show, which, by the way, is coming up at 11, right after our show. Uh, So be sure to check that out. I I don't need to promote his show. He's got like almost 3 million followers over there, which, by the way, right down there, over there, is a follow button. If you wouldn't mind, please give that a click. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. Just takes one (laughs) click. Whoa. Miko's on something. Just takes one click. See, even Miko says, please click the button or I'll bite you. So hit that follow button. All right. Here is from the uh, the Dan Bongino show. California. <laughs> I love this. We covered this on a couple of shows, the whole reparations thing. They had decided in the end, this uh, committee, they were going to give $1.2 million to every black qualified black Californian. Well, the reparations task force's demands are so crazy that even Governor Newsom isn't endorsing them. And you know Newsom, you'd have to be pretty freaking crazy for him not to endorse something. Yeah, he basically pulled the rug out from under him. The suggestions coming out of California's reparations task force are so crazy, even Newsom isn't endorsing it. The state's annual budget is under $300 billion. The task force just released an $800 billion reparations proposal. The state legislature has to sign off. However, Newsom said, I don't think so. 
declined to throw his support behind cash payments for black residents, which were recommended by his reparations task force. He put this task force together. According to a report, now he says, nah, not a good idea. So there you go. Got your hopes up, didn't you? It ain't going to happen. Wah, wah. Cry more. (laughs) I love it. All right. Got another one for you. This is from Reclaim the Net. We love this site. Bookmark this site, by the way. Reclaim the Net. It's amazing. They do some great stories. DHS created radicalization scenarios. Listen to this. They created an online gamer who uses mean language and a budding conspiracy theorist. They've actually created this choose-your-own-adventure type game using taxpayers' money. Yours and my money went to pay for this. They're footing the bill for a Department of Homeland Security experiment involving the creation of a game-like program whose goal is to make sure people make the right life decisions, especially in terms of what is known as domestic terrorism. You know, like the Catholics and parents of school kids? Learn to recognize signs of radicalization. The obvious political ideology slant is uh, as to those who these radicalized domestic terrorists are expected to be, namely people with values typically associated with people like you and I, conservatives. Makes the discovery of the memo just a little bit controversial. AFL, America First Legal, positions itself as an alternative to the ACLU who have just absolutely given up the ghost on being anything like what they used to be. They announced the AFL, America First Legal, they've come into possession of internal documents from the DHS because of a Freedom of Information Act, and it details the scheme in question. The outline, dubbed Choose Your Own Adventure, proposes five story branches, each with three video scenes, and screenshots of the documents have been obtained by the AFL show. It's insane. No, I thank you. I already have done that. I don't know why you keep popping up. So there you go. Uh, there's details, there's screenshots, all kinds of things here about this insane stuff. Your tax money is going to, under the tutelage of this moron. Why is this guy still have a job? Why, why, why? Frightening, 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 frightening. All right. We're going to tell you about something else coming up. If you'll just bear with us for a quick moment, we're going to tell you about the absolute best VPN online you can find. And that's NordVPN. If you use the special link in our show notes tonight, you will get an incredible deal. Look at that. 59% off NordVPN and three extra months. That's a very special deal. 59 bucks off, or 59% off, and three free months. In today's digital age, folks, our online privacy, security, more important than ever, and it's only going to get worse. Mark my words. 
NordVPN is the perfect solution for protecting your internet activity. NordVPN, you can browse the web securely. No worry about uh, hackers, snoopers, even your own ISP, internet service provider. Your own ISP can collect your data, your personal information, and sell it off to marketers. They have military-grade encryption. Their technology ensures your data is always safe, and it always stays confidential. Now, not only do they protect your privacy, also unlocks for you a world of online contact uh, content. 5,000 servers, 59 countries, access your favorite websites, your favorite streaming services from anywhere in the world, you can also protect your family and friends and all their devices because with a single NordVPN sign-up, you can connect up to six devices, and it couldn't be easier. You just open the app, click one button, and you're done. Finished. Why risk your online security and freedom? Choose NordVPN. Enjoy the internet without limitations. And if you use that link down there in our show notes, 59% off and three extra months from NordVPN. Thank you, NordVPN, for hanging out with us and helping to sponsor the show. Alrighty, Reclaim the Net. That's the site. Uh, wait a minute. Where are we here? Here we go. Yeah. I promised I wasn't going to put his face on the show anymore. I have to sort of do that for just a second because it's the headline. But this is another Anheuser-Busch fiasco. I thought the last time, earlier this week when I mentioned this, another story came out blaming misinformation and social media for their muck-up. I thought that was probably going to do it. Nope, they're not giving up. They just won't learn. Anheuser-Busch CEO is now blaming the Bud Light boycott on social media misinformation. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the CEO of Anheuser-Busch, InBev, that's the company that manufactures Bud Light, has blamed social media misinformation for the boycott after the move to promote it by using TikTok transgender influencer. People often talk about this topic in social media like noise, quoting him. You have one fact, and every, one, every person puts an opinion behind the fact. Then the opinions start to be replicated fast on each and every comment. And by the time that 20 or 30 people put a comment out there, the reality is no longer what the fact is but is more about what the comments were. This was a comment to the Financial Times from the CEO, Michael Dukaris. He blamed the boycott on misinformation and confusion. We're not confused, Michael. You screwed up. We're boycotting your product. Your sales are down like 27% the last time I looked. You suck. Suffer. Eat it. You're done. Yeah, 26% a year ago, from one year ago, the week that ended April 22nd. It is more than likely down a lot more than that now. Ha, 
Enjoy. Enjoy the ride, pal. Wow. All right. Um, from a source in Tyler, Texas, where, as you know, our border is open. By the way, I saw something from one news site that said Biden had extended Title 42, but I haven't seen it on any other news site. So don't go saying that's the case. I don't know it's the case. I only saw that on one outlet. And you'd think if that were the case, it would be headlines on every news outlet. I don't see it. I know the Trump story with the town hall and CNN was, was taking over all the news. But that's huger, as Trump might say. Seriously, that's, that would be a big story. So even though it, it, I did see it from one news outlet, I haven't seen it anywhere else. So I got to believe it's not true. Take a look at this. This is from, uh, where is it? Tyler Airport in Tyler, Texas. The lot is completely full. No more room. And there are rows upon rows upon rows of these brand new unmarked vans. No license plates. And I got to believe since this is a border town, they're likely lined up to transport illegal immigrants across the country. Coming to a neighborhood near you. Look at this. And this is just going down one row. According to this report, there were rows and rows and rows of this stuff. Insane. Take a look at something else that's going on. It just went on earlier today at another border crossing listen to listen turn your sound up if you have to but listen to what's going on here this is gunfire this is a lot of gunfire gunfire wow that from one of the main border crossing bridges on the Texas border you hear that the amount of shots that was like 60 seconds of video there and yet that's what's going on it's going to get worse before it gets better I hope you're ready for it all right, here we go. The Swiss people. I love the Swiss. I've never been to Switzerland. I really would like to go. I think it'd be fascinating to go to Switzerland. Such an absolutely beautiful company, uh, country. And I love your chocolate and your cheese. That is actually my favorite cheese, the Swiss cheese. Um, <laughs> all right, shut up, Jay. Oh. Here's a great story because you know how we feel about digital currency on this show. We hate it. The Swiss people vote over the ban on cashless society. Just like Germany and Austria, cash still very important in Switzerland, although its share in transactions has decreased. 
but soon the Swiss will have the opportunity to vote on whether to keep banknotes and coins permanently in circulation. Last week, news emerged that received little attention outside of Switzerland. The media in the UK, USA, France, Germany, Spain barely covered it. But the Swiss Freedom Movement announced last week that it had collected enough signatures, 111,000, to hold a referendum on whether to keep cash in Swiss society for future generations. If it passes, the government has to ensure that banknotes and coins are always available in sufficient quantities. This, my friends, is how you do it. Whether you do it individually, you get a hold of your representatives, or you put together something like this Swiss Freedom Movement, I'm sure they would be more than happy if you called them or got a hold of them, found an email, and asked them how they put that together so you can put your own together. The USA Cash Freedom Movement. Things like this matter. They are important. Only 111,000 votes, signatures on this petition force them into holding that referendum. And there you go. Hey, look, you know, if the people vote and they say they want this ridiculous cashless society, digital currency, central bank digital currency, if you vote, you want it, well, that's democracy, my friends. So be it. You'll get democracy good and hard, as the saying goes. But you must do something. Sitting around and complaining about it isn't going to change a damn thing. Got another Twitter tweet for you. Tucker Carlson news. (laughs) You thought we were done talking about him, huh? Nope. This link is in our show notes. It's from Occupy Democrats. Take a look at this crap. Tucker Carlson is hit with bad news as new Twitter competitor Tribal announces they've permanently banned Carlson from their growing social media app. They declared Tribal has decided to permanently ban Tucker Carlson from our network because Mr. Carlson is a proven liar, racist, and insurrectionist who spreads Russia propaganda and threatens our democracy. Banning him is necessary to protect our users. Mm. Read that again. Think about what they just said. Unbelievable. So, you know what? I looked it up, and this tribal site has about just under a half a million users. 440,000, maybe? Compared to the four or 500 million, million users on Twitter, where Tucker's going to put his new show, <laughs> Tribal, it's like a mosquito. Gotcha. See ya. Oh, oh that's going to hurt. Oh, yeah, that's going to hurt the tuck really big time. (laughs) These idiots. Oh, 
Yay! It never stops. Uh, postmillennial.com, that's where we get our next story from. And uh, it's... <laughs> you know, it just doesn't take that long to put this show together anymore because every time I open a web page or a news site... There is stuff here that is beyond belief. We've talked about this whole transgender, trans surgery for kids, the hospital that's offering gender-affirming care for freaking two-year-olds. This is from the Post Millennial. The link is in our show notes. I can't encourage you enough to go check it out and read the whole article. The headline alone is enough to piss you off. Leading trans doctor insists that autistic minors who are nonverbal, they can't speak, can consent to sex change because they can draw their feelings. Folks, this has gone way past reasonable. Way past reasonable. Anyone who is doing gender work sees a lot of people with autism spectrum disorder. Hmm. Some of the world's leading experts in transgender health care convened where else in San Francisco last week and they shared their knowledge on how nonverbal autistic youth Young people who have autism, who, who can't speak, can communicate their transgender identities through drawing, told anecdotal stories about severely autistic children and adolescents they have set on the medical sex change pathway. There has to be a law. If there isn't, Let's make one. Are you kidding me? This kind of absolute rampant child abuse. Kid is autistic. He is nonverbal. And you are going to decide because he's drawing, he's a little boy and he draws pictures of little girls. Up! Oh, sex reassignment surgery. Get him scheduled for an operation. I, there are no words. There are no words. They got a hold of an audio recording of the talk, the post-millennial, and this Karasik heard uh, asserting severe autism should not prevent a person for being approved for an experimental medical sex change, dismissing the common concern of parents that a Fixation on gender is due to the intense focus of interest typical of autism spectrum disorder and engaging in the bizarre exchange of ideas with Aaron Saft about youth communicating their transgender identity through drawing. Read the whole article. It's in our show notes. It's freaking frightening. It's disgusting. It is beyond disgusting stop these people peacefully but find a way stop these people 
All right. Hey, don't forget, by the way, as I take a coffee break, hold on. Ooh. You can get this mug. Well, not this one. This is mine. But you can get one just like it at our store, J. Sheldon Show Merch. Top link in our show notes, you'll find hoodies, T-shirts, singlets, tank tops, uh, all kinds of cool stuff there at the J. Sheldon Show Merchandise Store. Top link in our show notes. And the second link is this very cool canvas prints created by AI Art. I went to an AI Art site. I put in the J. Sheldon Show and it made these whacked out. I don't know what the hell it has to do with this show, but they're really cool pieces of art. So we had them put printed on canvas, 10 only of each print. One of them is going to disappear, I think, tomorrow. We got one more to go. I'm not telling you which one. Go check it out. It's our art gallery. They are canvas prints you can buy. They've been signed by me. Check it. They're not too expensive either. They're kind of cool. Come in different sizes, all the way from a little 10 by 18 inch, all the way up to like a two foot wall hanging poster. They're very cool pieces of artwork from the Jay Sheldon Show. You know, they don't say the Jay Sheldon Show, but they were generated by AI for the show. Wacky. All right, speaking of strange things, I got one more to go before we get on to our book, 1984. And this is weird. This is a piece of video. And I, you got to watch it. I'll let it repeat play. But you've got to watch this. It's the strangest thing. There's two guys, well, three guys, fighting in the street. Watch what happens inside this circle. Keep an eye on what's happening. If you're listening on the podcast, by the way, I'm sorry. Go to rumble.com slash the Jay Sheldon show. You can watch the video. Check this out. Just kill the sound. Okay, see the two guys. One runs away. This guy gets up. There's a guy still on the ground. Now watch, watch. Where'd the other guy go? Serious. Here it is in close-up. Watch this. Watch these two. There's two guys absolutely there in that shot. One bends down over top of the other, and then, boom, he's gone. I'll just let that loop play one more time. Check it out. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing. I had to watch it three or four times. I can't see anything in there that tells me it's some sort of visual effect. Uh, I'm in that business partly, so I kind of would know what to look for. I don't see anything. But this is the strange... And look, that actually does not look like a human. It looks like some sort of beast. And then he's got a backpack. And off he goes... Weird. More than weird. That is strange. If you want to watch it yourself and close up or repeat, you can go to our link. It's in the show notes. Last link down in the on, on in today's show and check it out. It is freaky, folks. It is beyond freaky. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. It's time for our book. We read books on this show. We've done 365, four shows, I think, so far. And uh, we've just started doing our weekday show, Monday through Friday. We were um, Monday, Wednesday, Saturdays, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And now, of course, you get a full helping of the Jay Sheldon Show five days a week, Monday through Friday. All right. So we read books. We've done classic children's books. But right now... 
suggested by one of our viewers. Uh, not a bad suggestion at all um, that we do 1984. So happens it's in the public domain, and so happens that's exactly what we've been reading for the last few shows here. So here we go, continuing on with George Orwell's 1984. The sun had shifted round in the myriad windows of the Ministry of Truth, with the light no longer shining on them, looked grim as the loopholes of a fortress. His heart quailed before the enormous pyramidal shape. It was too strong. It could not be stormed. A thousand rocket bombs would not batter it down. He wondered again for whom he was writing the diary. For the future? For the past? For a, an age that might be imaginary? And in front of him, there lay not death, but annihilation. The diary would be reduced to ashes and himself to vapor. Only the thought police would read what had been written before they wiped it out of existence, out of memory. How could you make an appeal to the future when not a trace of you, not even an anonymous word scribbled on a piece of paper, could physically survive? The telescreen struck fourteen. He must leave in ten minutes. He has to be back at work by 14.30. Curiously, the chiming of the hour seemed to have put new heart into him. He was a lonely ghost uttering a truth that no one would ever hear. But so long as he uttered it, in some obscure way, the continuity wasn't broken. It was not by making yourself heard, but by staying sane that you carried on the human heritage. He went back to the table, dipped his pen, and wrote, To the future, nor the past, to a time when thought is free, when men are different from one another and do not live alone, to a time when truth exists and what is done cannot be undone. From the age of uniformity, from the age of solitude, from the age of Big Brother, from the age of Doublethink. Greetings. He was already dead, he reflected. It seemed to him that it was only now, when he had begun to be able to formulate his thoughts, that he'd taken the decisive step. The consequences of every act are included in the act itself. He wrote, Thought crime does not entail death. Thought crime is death. Now he had recognized himself as a dead man. It became important to stay alive as long as possible. Two fingers of his right hand were ink-stained. It was exactly the kind of detail that might betray you. Some nosing zealot in the ministry, a woman probably, someone like that little sandy-haired woman or the dark-haired girl from the fiction department, might start wondering why he had been writing during the lunch interval, why he'd used an old-fashioned pen, what he had been writing, and then drop a hint in the appropriate quarter. 
He went to the bathroom and carefully scrubbed the ink away with the gritty dark brown soap which rasped your skin like sandpaper and was therefore well adapted for this purpose. He put the diary away in the drawer. It was quite useless to think of hiding it, but he could at least make sure whether or not its existence had been discovered. A hair laid across the page ends was too obvious. With the tip of his finger, he picked up an identifiable grain of whitish dust and deposited it on the corner of the cover, where it was bound to be shaken off if the book was moved. We'll do a little bit of chapter three, and then we'll close things out. Winston was dreaming of his mother. He must, he thought, have been ten or eleven years old when his mother had disappeared. She was a tall, statuesque, rather silent woman, with slow movements and magnificent fair hair. His father, he remembered more vaguely, as dark, thin, and dressed always in neat, dark clothes. Winston remembered especially the very thin soles of his father's shoes and wearing spectacles. The two of them must evidently have been swallowed up in one of the first great purges of the fifties. At this moment, his mother was sitting in some place deep down beneath him with his young sister in her arms. He didn't remember his sister at all, except as a tiny, feeble baby, always silent, with large, watchful eyes. Both of them were looking up at him. They were down in some subterranean place, the bottom of a well, for instance, or a very deep grave. But it was a place which, already far below him, was itself moving downward. They were in the salon of a sinking ship, looking up at him through the darkening water. There was still air in the salon. They could still see him, and he them. But all the while, they were sinking down into the green water, which in another moment must hide them from sight forever. He was out in the light, the air, while they were being sucked down to death. They were down there because he was up here. He knew it. They knew it. He could see the knowledge in their faces. There was no reproach either in their faces or in their hearts. Only the knowledge that they must die in order that he might remain alive. And that this was part of the unavoidable order of things. And that's where we will leave it off for tonight. We'll continue, pick up at that spot on tomorrow night's live stream. Cool. George Orwell's 1984. That's going to do it. Hey, don't forget, we are a podcast. We're on all the major platforms. Just check us out. Look for The Jay Sheldon Show. Give us a subscribe. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And here on Rumble, we are exclusively live Monday through Friday at 10. Right over there is a follow button. If you wouldn't mind, please, just takes a second and costs nothing, absolutely free. Won't spam your inbox. Don't worry about it. Just click that follow button and you're good to go. I will see you here again tomorrow night at 10. This has been the Jay Sheldon Show. Good night, folks.